take that umbrella to school today or to the office. And not a big problem this morning, but later this afternoon could be a big deal. Good morning, San Antonio. 507, Trey Ware, KTSA. There's Don, there's Jimmy, there's Elaine. And as always, as we go through the headlines this morning, the phones are open at 210-599-5555. So there's some heavy rain out west. People out there dealing with this morning. Going to be hit and miss in San Antonio this morning, but heavy rain and thunderstorm possible this afternoon with a high near 90, and then heavy rain and showers around uh, most of the week and into the long Labor Day weekend. Okay, I, you, you looked at me a second ago like, what are you shaking your head at? We just played a commercial a second ago. Now, I'm not slamming a commercial, okay? I'm good with their, them airing a commercial. What I'm talking about is the fact that we have to have such commercials. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Place your cell phone in the back seat so you don't forget your child. Your human. Put, <laughs> put because by God, you won't forget the cell phone. Put the cell phone in the back seat so you don't forget there's a human back there that's depending on you to get him or her out so they don't burn up. And Because, you know, you're not going to forget the cell phone. And that was the point of the commercial. Right. You're not going to forget the cell phone. You may forget there's a human back there, but, man, you ain't going to forget your cell phone. You, 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 you won't go to the potty. Without a cell, I know it's early, but folks, make the connection. Let the synapses connect in your brain for just a second. That we actually have people that we have to advertise to and get the message to. Remember, there's a human in the back seat. It's kind of like those warning labels on different products that tells you, you know, don't put this in your mouth or right. whatever, or you know, don't operate on stairs. Exactly, things, things like that. Yes, yeah. or that ho- coffee is hot; it may burn your hoo ha. Yeah. And, uh, or worse. We had, right. We had that lady that had her hoo-ha burned at McDonald's and sued McDonald's and got billions of dollars out of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Coffee's hot. Don't put it between your legs. It may burn your hoo-ha. But, I mean, come or, on. Or your McHoo-ha in this instance. Well, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm sitting here thinking, right, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I remember the first time I saw something like this, I was going into Walmart, and as I was walking into Walmart, and but they're not the only store, because people would say, well, say, consider who shops at Walmart. No, I've seen it at Macy's, and I've seen it at you know, all these other high-end stores. I've seen it at Target, that French Walmart. Yep. And you, they got a sign on a door. Did you check the back seat to make sure that your children are not in the back seat? You have to be reminded that's a human. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I can understand if you forget the cell phone, you yeah, see, and right. remember the human. Put your human in the back seat so you don't forget your cell phone. I get that. But it's the other way around. Anyway, it's a little bit of a rant to start my morning, but it just lit my fire when I heard that. It's, I got to go. Put your cell phone in the back seat so you don't forget yeah. your human back there. It, it does seem ridiculous. <sighs> it's but, but, ridiculous? You know, it, but here's what's good, but, <laughs> That's the understatement I've yeah. ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> I could have put some other word in front yeah. of ridiculous, <laughs> but I don't feel it. You saw the parking lot this morning. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. I don't want to lose that already.
And the poor girl, she's delivering it in such a smile in her voice, yes. like, "Hey, yes. buddy." Hey, no, I'm not. I'm not trashing them. No, no, right? but yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how else do you deliver that right. message? Right. Yeah. She did a good job, and I'm all about them having to are, are doing that. It's just the fact that our our society yeah. is so freaking screwed up that but, we 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 put more value on cell phones than we do on babies. I mean, think about that. This is the time of year where we have a lot of these unfortunate incidences. Yes, uh, because you know we're, you're bringing children to school and what have you, and you've yes. got you know you've got a handful of them in the back seat, and mm-hmm. you you drop off uh, you know one, and you forget the other, and you go to work, and mm. we hear this happen all the time. Yeah, well, I know we do, it's and I'm crazy. like, how does that happen? Yeah. How does that happen? How do you forget that there's a little baby? I I remember when ours were little, and then of course we were parents again with Annabelle when right. when her mama died, and uh, you know I turned around and check every two minutes man every light i turn yeah. still back there <laughs> you, right. you okay you need anything back there and some kids won't let you forget they're back there no that would be mine they, <laughs> they didn't stop talking long enough for me to forget see, they were back there, see so. and annabelle was directly the opposite yeah. i mean you never and justin and you never ever knew that yeah. they were back there right. i mean you could have placed justin in in a corner i used to talk about this all the time when he was a little baby you could have placed him in a corner and left for eight hours to go to work <laughs> and come home and he's still sitting in that same corner the same way i mean you know that's the way he always was anyway i didn't have that option no 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 you you say yours are your your grand boys are a little crazy they're and a little rambunctious little rambunctious yeah, yeah. The, the grand hoodlums i call them i i have a i have a nephew that's got two boys like that and uh, we we do call them the Bruise Brothers. And <laughs> well, that's what I'm going to start calling mine. <laughs> They're great kids, man. I yeah. love them, but I don't let them around anything that's glass. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to pick up the blood. You know, yep. Uncle Trey's got to clean up blood because uh, the kids were around glass. Yeah. I've started I've started lying to the grandsons about you know extreme things that'll happen if they continue that behavior. Oh yeah, like you know little kids like to pick their nose, right? right. So right. I always tell them, look, you know your nose is going to fall off. Exactly, you're look right. ridiculous. Yeah, and we're all going to laugh at you. You're going to be walking around with your nose placed on your finger. Yeah. I mean, you have to explain why there's a nose on your finger. Yeah, you know, it's a tough sell, but you do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you really <laughs> I do. I put some ridiculous stuff. <laughs> I bet you it's really, crazy. really do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's better than I'll just cut it off, you know. Yeah, right. I'll just cut that thing off. You keep picking it. All right. So what else is in the news today? That's about it. Have a good day. We're out. We're out of here. See you later. Bye. Um, Jimmy now, brought some tacos. We're out of here. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Thank you man, very much, man. Appreciate it. So um, do got to talk about the uh, Biden student debt relief plan because I got some new news about that. That's kind of redundant, I understand. But I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit here and go breaking news. It's just updates. I got an update or two about it. Digging into it some more, so I want to go to you. Stuff going on down at the border as well. Uh, very interesting concerning this uh, tennis star, Javo, uh, Djokovic, um, and uh, what what's going on with him and the people that are walking across the border. Oh, and, and who is paying, actually, to bust the people from Texas up to New York? You're going you're gonna to laugh at that one, too. And the Border Patrol Chief, Raul Ortiz, is now laying the blame on what's happening at the border. So expect him to not be the Border Patrol Chief much longer. (laughs) And Elon Musk is talking oil. And he's right. And for Elon to be saying this, that's that's something big. And then uh, pumpkin spice uh, latte soon to be out. And we're going to talk a little bit about that because i got some new news concerning this year's pumpkin spice. And two people 
who are really overly obsessed with sex uh, sat with each other <laughs> at the U.S. Open Tennis Championships yesterday. I'm sure sharing uh, tips, maybe forming their own little support group, and who knows, maybe getting a hookup for a little bit later. Yeah, hey, baby, what you doing after this is all over with? You want to go out back? You want to go for a ride in my car? I got to drive it so I don't have to worry about driving. You can ride with me right next to me if you want. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody needs to explain to them love means something completely different to the game of tennis. Right. You know? Exactly. And, uh, you know, he kept leaning over to her and going, hey, you want to sit on my lap? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's right here. You, you can sit right there on my lap and talk to me about it. I'll play Santa Claus. that's what he does i'll explain all right Uh, coming up coming back poor santa claus yeah exactly right trey ware ktsa all right it's 520 i'm trey ware ktsa 210-599-5555 as i go through the headlines this morning tell you what i think about it feel free to jump in here president biden's student loan forgiveness plan expected to pay off billions of dollars in loans for Graduate school degrees that help borrowers earn lifetime salaries over $3 million higher than those who don't attend college. Those who don't attend college are going to pay for sure for doctors, lawyers, etc. Loan debt accrued by graduate school borrowers qualifies for this relief plan, and most people who borrowed for postgraduate education are eligible for the same relief that the others are, those who just got a four-year degree uh, and paid for by those who didn't go to school, paid for by those who did go to school and paid their obligations, paid for by, well, future generations, because this program, now that it has begun, well, it hasn't officially begun yet, but now that it's been tossed out there, it's never going away. It's like DACA. You'll never be able to take this away once it starts, and it doesn't have to start it as a law. Remember, DACA is not a law. So once it starts, it never goes away. And eventually they find a judge who says, okay, like the judge did with DACA and protected DACA, even though DACA just came out of Obama's rear end. He just pulled it out of his rear end one day and said, we're going to do this. And when it was challenged because it wasn't a law that started in Congress, the judge said, no, nope, you got to keep it because, uh, well, too many people be affected if you got rid of it. You can't get rid of it because too many people be hurt by uh, getting rid of this. Well, that's not how the law works, but that's exactly what they were able to get away with because they found a, well, they went judge shopping, as they always do. They found an appointed judge by Obama who said, well, yeah, my king master, Obama, he, you know, he put me in charge here, so I'm going to approve this. Well, this is the same thing with this. Because future generations now will not pay their loans. Why should they? You have now told them they don't have to. You've now trained them to believe that they don't have to. And that includes doctors and attorneys. Those with graduate degrees earn on average more money than over their lifetimes, especially compared with people who have never attended college. As an example, those with a master's degree earn about $2 million more. Doctor degree, lifetime salary goes up by $2.5 million more. Professional postgraduate degrees held by doctors and lawyers, over $3 million than those without a college education who will be paying their, their doctorates and whatever. Over half of the student loan debt is held by people who attended graduate school. Over half. 
So the working class is going to be paying for those who went to graduate school. And salary estimates suggest many Ph.D. holders qualify for all this loan forgiveness stuff. And I can go through their salaries, but I won't waste your time. Bottom line is, working class, people who never went to college or people who did go to college but paid their college debt, now have to pay for doctors and attorneys and Ph.D.s and everything else because of Joe Biden's malfeasance in office against the United States of American citizens. Carry that into the polling place with you in November. Democrats, carry that into the polling place with you in November. Republicans, carry that into the poll. Remember in November that he's making you pay for that doctor and that attorney's education. You're getting to pay for it because Joe Biden decided you should. And it's going, like I said, it's going to be this way forevermore. And this president is putting open borders ahead of national security and national health policy as well. White House saying unvaxxed migrants and tennis star Djokovic are not the same. Not the same. There were months of speculation as to whether or not he was going to be able to come into the United States and play tennis in the U.S. Open, which opened yesterday. 21-time Grand Slam champion. And he confirmed last week that, nope, I'm not vaxxed, and the United States is not letting me in. I can't come in. He said, sadly, I won't be able to travel to New York at this time for the U.S. Open. Thank you for your messages of love and support. Good luck to my fellow players. I'm going to stay in shape, and I'll keep up to date with you. The United States Tennis Association provided a statement last month saying that while the tournament does not have a vaccine mandate, so I want to put that out there and be perfectly clear about that because that's not what Karine Jean-Pierre said yesterday. She told Peter Ducey, well, it's just that the Tennis Association is telling him he can't come. No, that's a lie. Here's their, their, this is what they put out a month ago. The U.S. Open does not have a vaccination mandate in place for players, but we will respect the U.S. government's position regarding travel into the country for unvaccinated non-U.S. citizens. Uh-huh. So one of the greatest uh, players in tennis history is not here to play tennis. Now, it may not seem like a big deal to you, but let me just point out a couple of things about this. First of all, he's one of the fittest, healthiest people alive on planet Earth, yet he's not allowed in the U.S. for the Texas Open uh, or the U.S. Open uh, Tennis Championships. While at the same moment as we sit here, our border just to our south is wide open with unvaxxed crossing every second every day, and not only unvaxxed for COVID, but unvaxxed for what else do they not have their vaccinations for? Measles, mumps, rubella, I could go on, polio, everything, tuberculosis, every, every disease under the sun, including COVID, is streaming across our southern border right now and being dispersed to cities all over the country. Karine Jean-Pierre, when asked about this by Peter Ducey yesterday, he basically said, hey, listen, how come you're not letting Djokovic in, but yet you're letting all these people just walk across the southern border? She says, well, it's just, it's not like people are walking into the country. It's not like people are just walking into the country. 
if you'd like to get in a car with me, we'll go a couple of hours away from here, and I'll show you people walking into the country right now, this very instant, lines of people walking into the country right now as we speak. And it goes on every second of every day, unvaxxed people walking into the country. And another thing I'd like to point out about this, where's Anthony Fauci on this? You know, he's the guy, the authoritarian who likes to walk around and tell you how many people can, how you're supposed to do your Thanksgiving dinner. You remember? Do it outside. And make sure everybody's sitting around the table at six foot of distance from each other. Don't let anybody get close to each other. Don't breathe on anybody. Don't serve from the same plate. <laughs> you remember all that stuff? Or when you wanted to have a family barbecue, Make sure it's in the backyard where there's plenty of ventilation. You can't get anything in there. Make sure everybody stays socially distanced. He would tell you how to do your Thanksgiving dinner. He would tell you how to do your barbecue in the backyard. But he's not saying a word, not one peep about the COVID coming across the border right now. Why? Because it make his boss look really, really bad. And don't make the boss look bad is what how you get to be the highest paid government employee. By the way, Biden called the busing of illegal immigrants from Texas to New York shameful. Shameful is what he said it was. Really? Well, the administration is paying for those buses. <laughs> yeah, we found out that they're using FEMA money to pay for the buses to New York City. By the way, if you're in San Antonio... San Antonio taxpayers are paying for buses and plane tickets and overtime for cops and fire at the local uh, immigrants, whatever they call that resource center there. Yeah, you're paying for buses and plane tickets. You're paying for overtime for cops and fire to be over there serving food to the folks who are in the country illegally. Jay Avila from uh, News 4 is going to join me at 620 this morning because he's got an expose on what you're spending to make that happen. And that's on top of how much you are paying for the resource center to, you know, Friends of Ron, F-O-R, Friends of Ron. So we got that for you as well. Some heavy rain out west this morning, hit and miss in San Antonio this morning, but heavy rain and a thunderstorm possible this afternoon with a high about 90. Trey Ware, KTSA. Take it, baby. Yeah. We got some heavy rain out west this morning. Going to be hit and miss in San Antonio this morning, but heavy rain and a thunderstorm possible this afternoon as the kiddos are getting off the bus, getting out of school, and you're heading home with Riccardi. About 90 for the high today and heavy rain and showers around most of the weekend into the long Labor Day weekend as well. So Elon Musk is issuing a warning, and we should listen to him. You know I like the way he thinks. I don't like every issue of his. And by the way, you can like particular issues from somebody you disagree with politically. And people that you may disagree on other issues, you can like particular things that they say. It's okay. It's all right. And Elon says that energy prices in many undeveloped countries, Western Europe, heavily dependent on renewable sources now, are soaring with natural gas prices in Germany and France soaring. And people are going to freeze this winter. A new report saying that one out of four, a quarter, one out of four, plan to not turn on their heat this winter in Western Europe because they can't afford it. it. The prices are just way too high. 
So Elon is saying, we better slow down this move away from oil. Now, here's Mr. Tesla, the guy who stands to benefit a ton by all of us transferring over to electronic vehicles. But he says, you're, trying, you're going too fast here. And, and, and really, uh, what's going to happen here is civilization is going to collapse. It's going to crumble. You're moving this way too fast. Now, look, he's a guy that's going to benefit from you getting in an electric vehicle as quick as possible. And, and he's like, no, you slow this down. He said, realistic, I think we need to use oil and gas in the short term because otherwise civilization will crumble. One of the biggest challenges the world has ever faced is the transition to sustainable energy and to sustainable economy. That is going to take decades to complete, says Elon. Well, I'm going to tell you this, it's going to be never, okay? Because as long as you're going to have to have tires to drive around on and you're going to have to have the plastics and whatever, and you're going to have to have whatever to make your jeans and your tennis shoes and everything else, um, you're going to have to have somebody making, using oil and using fossil fuels, if you want to call them that, whatever. And in fact, over in China, they're opening up coal plants at a rate of three or five a day. Three to five every single day, China's opening up coal plants. Now, Elon issued a similar warning to the United States earlier this year. I remember talking about it back then. Despite the possible harm brought to Tesla, which he's pretty honest about, he said, quote, extraordinary times demand extraordinary measures. And he was on social media saying the sustainable energy solution simply cannot react instantaneously to cope with lower energy supplies. That's what I've been talking about all along. In fact, last week we were talking about this with the move that California is making to go to all-electric vehicles by 2035, and it's a gradual process, so it'll start affecting folks in California right now. Well, they don't have the infrastructure right now to supply their energy needs. I'm talking about even with using fossil fuels, they can't keep the lights turned on in California. They have problems all the time with brownouts and blackouts in California, all the time. It's become such a regular occurrence in California, it doesn't even make the news anymore. It's only news when it's an oddity, when it's you know strange and different. But when it's an everyday deal, it never makes the news. And that's what's happening in California with brownouts and blackouts. The people who live in California have come to expect it. They just That's how we live our lives. We just know that, hey, we're going to be without AC this afternoon. We're going to be. And listen, ERCOT's been doing the same thing to us here. They have been training us here in Texas to, well, you know what? Turn the AC up. You know, you sit in a hot house. Go ahead. It's, it's better than the whole system crashing. I mean, wouldn't it be better to be sitting at 85 degrees in your house than having no electricity at all? Come on. They're giving you a zero-sum choice there, right? (laughs) Here's what you get to choose between. 85 degrees in your house or no power at all. And that's not a choice we should be having to make. We don't have to make that choice. We only are making that choice because the Green New Steel, which is fake, it's a fraud, as sure as I'm sitting here, the Green New Steel is running our energy policy throughout the entire country. And Elon is waving the red flag. Is anybody listening to Elon about this? Anybody paying any attention to it? All right. Whether you, I'm not a big fan, but I know there are a lot of fans out there, the Pumpkins, uh spice latte that comes out every year over at starbucks not my deal it's all the rage i know first of all starbucks is not my deal uh i don't do business with people who are blatant about horrendous left-wing policies and so they're pretty blatant not pretty they are very blatant about their left-wing policies so i don't do business with them based on that 
And second of all, I am not, I just am not going to pay five or six dollars for a cup of coffee. Now, you can if you want to. That's all. I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm just saying for me, I make choices for myself, and I'm not going to do business with Starbucks because I disagree with their politics. And number two, I'm not going to pay that much money for burned coffee. It's over-roasted and burned anyway. But I get it. It's the fad, and so is uh, pumpkin spice. So this year, your pumpkin spice is going to cost a whole bunch more. It's going to be up around 6 bucks for a grande-sized cup. Uh, the CEO, Kevin Johnson, warning of plans to increase prices. And he's got all kinds of inflationary pressures. The pumpkin uh, spice latte, returning for the 19th year, will be accompanied by a cold brew version as well as apple crisp macchiato, apple crisp oatmeal macchiato. It's the unofficial start for a lot of people for the fall season. Okay, so the picture that's heard round and round this morning is Bill Clinton there. <laughs> Yucking it up and mucking it up with Dr. Ruth Westheimer at the U.S. Open yesterday. Hey, honey, I'm going to step outside for a cigar. You want to come? <laughs> I mean, you know they weren't talking about the stock market, okay? The two of them sitting together at the U.S. Open, they're not talking about the price of tea in China, okay? That's not what they're discussing. And they're not talking about renewables versus fossils, <laughs> Well, they are, they are a couple of fossils, aren't they, at this point? I mean, look at them. <laughs> do either of them know how to do it anymore? You know what I'm saying? Huh? And they both, you know, have a stellar reputation in that aspect. Oh, well, they have PhDs in it. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, you want me to show you a thing or two, baby? <laughs> I really teach you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one person that could teach her something. Yeah, I got the key to Oval Office. I can show you about it. I can show you around <laughs> Oval Office if you want. <laughs> he probably, you know what I'm thinking about him? He's got a fake Oval Office made at home, doesn't he? With a fake Resolute desk hmm. just there so he could, you know, for his own special purposes. Right. <laughs> Relive old memories, perhaps? Yeah, exactly right. Hey, Monica, what are you doing that? Huh? So there it is. There's Bill and Dr. Ruth sitting together. And you know what they're talking about. Two people who are obsessed with sex and sitting together at the U.S. Open, I'm sure, sharing sex tips. Hey, let me ask you a question. <laughs> you don't think they were discussing the match that was oh, taking place? Oh, sure they were. Do you know, uh, what's his name, Djokovic? He's not here, right? Yeah. Hey, you know, Djokovic's not here. We sure do miss him. I wish he would have got a shot. He could be here. I give, give you well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were just, you know, debating over which concession stand has the best French fries. Sure. You know? Hey, you? baby, you want a Frito pie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think... ate it with a spork underneath yeah. the stands over here. Right. Get it all figured out. <laughs> Frito uh, pie. A, yeah, no, I don't think they serve that at the U.S. Open. No, probably not. No, but I had it at the football game on Friday. Did you? Yes, sir, with yeah. spork. It's really good. How was it? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So no, no, no after effects. No, <laughs> felt okay. Oh, the, next the burn. Day. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. So uh, we'll see who's there today. It won't be uh, Djokovic because he's not allowed no. in the country. Yeah, uh, because he's unvaxxed. <laughs> the dumbest thing in the world. So anyway, that's it. That's all I, I got on Bill and Doctor Ruth. Well, we can't tell you who was successful in the matches yesterday, but we can tell you. Yeah. That the former president and Dr. Ruth Westheimer were sitting That's together in the stands. Right. That's the front page, yeah. right? It wasn't that Serena had a great day, right? She did. She had a fantastic yeah. day, and she's advancing. And this is going to be it for her. This is her swan song, but she had a really good day over there yesterday, and nobody really cares because there's Bill and Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
me see those hands. Okay. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey. All right, it's 551, Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. This is absolutely just piling on and piling on this entire deal where the DOJ is, uh, well, it's, it's the Democrat swamp. At this point, the Department of Justice is the Democrat swamp and targeting uh, U.S. citizens. And that includes moms and dads, of course, who go to uh, school board meetings to talk about the curriculum, talk about girls are being raped in the in the bath in the girls' bathroom by boys pretending to be girls and all that. And they are now they're terrorists, right? And the Department of Justice is the one who went after those parents. They are targeting U.S. citizens. The most famous case that they're targeting right now is a former president by the name of Donald John Trump down at Mar-a-Lago, which is a story you've heard a lot about. They went in there to take some documents. I happen to believe many of the documents they were looking for would implicate many of them in Crossfire Hurricane, the Russian collusion. So Donald John Trump asked for a special master, somebody who is a disinterested third party to come in and look at those documents. Now, I've said from the beginning, there should be somebody to do that to oversee those documents so none of them are put into an incinerator somewhere. Yes, I believe that could happen. Do I believe that the Justice Department would do that? Yes, I do. I don't trust them as far as I can see them. And do I believe that they would actually get rid of documents to protect Obama, to protect Biden, to protect uh, James Clapper, to protect John Brennan? Absolutely, I do believe that. But listen to this. This is absolutely a stunning stunning revelation out of this story the department of justice telling the judge yesterday who said she's pretty close to appointing a special master and fulfilling the request of donald trump the department of justice told her yesterday your honor he doesn't need a special master we have already looked at the documents and yes we have already seen the documents that are attorney client privileged information they are admitting it the department of justice telling the judge trump doesn't need a special master to review attorney client documents we already did it and yes we found materials to be covered by attorney client privilege they've already seen the stuff that they need to see either a to try to indict him which they're headed toward or b to spy on him. Would they spy on him? Of course they would. Trump filed a motion last week with Judge Aileen Cannon to compel the DOJ to appoint a special master, somebody who's an independent authority, would review the seized materials and return to him those that are either executive privilege, which this president, Joe Biden, says the previous president I'm waiving that for him. Now think about that for a minute. This president, Joe Biden, has waived executive privilege for the previous guy. How far back does he want to go? Do we want to waive some executive privilege then for Obama? I think the next Republican president should. Should. If you want to play that game, let's play that game. Let's let's get back in Obama's world and let's see what he was doing. Because I don't think it was above board, do you? Not one minute. So they've already looked at the documents they're telling this judge, which is absolutely outside of the full scope. Day one, when you go to law school, 
They teach you the client decides, attorney-client privilege, not the prosecutor. But in this case, the prosecutor is deciding it because the prosecutor has already looked at privileged information. The way they are destroying our system in this country, folks, to win, this happens in other countries around the world where absolute chaos exists. Because right now you have one political party, the Democrats, who are getting rid of all the rules, trampling over all the norms and all the rules just to win and to hang on to power. And that's what they do in these foreign countries where they fight and have civil wars all the time. And the Democrats are doing it here. Adam, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Trey, there are so many you know, uh, pressing issues in America, you know, serious issues. You know, yes, you know, the soul of the nation is at stake because the Democrats, they govern like they have no soul. They're soulless, godless. You know, they're running on, you know, killing babies on demand. They're obsessed. They're like stalking Trump at this point, you know, uh, and, and uh, giving uh, some people uh, payments on their college payments. Yeah. Trey, if you give some people payments, then you've got to give everybody. Everybody can say, well, what about me? Anybody right. else that owes. That's exactly right. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate your call. Got to let you go. 210-599-5555. And James, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Yeah, sir. Yeah, they want to dig around or something. They're not getting old bummers. College records. His five will get you ten. He put down he was born in a foreign country. Got all these Pell Grants or all this. What are they? What are they going? Okay, thank, thank you, James. The phone is real bad there. Can barely uh, make out what you're saying. Hey, i got to get a word in here from my friend, Dr. Mark Havercorn, River City Oral Surgery. That's River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havercorn. He's a specialist. When you need wisdom teeth taken out, you need an implant done, you need an extraction, it's a whole lot less painful if you know what the price is and if the price is affordable, right? Well, at River City Oral Surgery, it is. They put it right on the website, and they keep their prices super low. If you want to see it yourself, just log on to RiverCityOMS.com, RiverCityOMS.com. Dr. Habercorn is a dentist. He is also a medical doctor. So you're in the best hands possible when it comes to getting a tooth removed or wisdom teeth taken out or dental implants, major facial surgery. Dr. Habercorn can do it all at River City oral surgery that's rivercityoms.com 210-778-0002 there's one and it's 607 at ktsa border patrol chief raul ortiz is now been placed under oath and under oath he says that president biden's border policies have no consequences for illegal immigrants who are traveling into the united states and that President Biden's policies are to blame for the unprecedented surge at the border. Well, don't expect him to be the border chief for that much longer. He'll 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 retire soon. He'll 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 put in his papers of retirement very very soon. Hundreds of thousands, millions have been flowing into the United States. Ortiz has more than 31 years of experience in law enforcement. He said under oath, in my experience, we have seen increases when there are no consequences. And this administration has published to the world that there are no consequences. That people understand if they make it to the border and they surrender to us, meaning the Border Patrol, that they are going to be uh, taken to the interior of the country, distributed throughout the country. Uh, free of charge, doesn't cost them anything to be distributed throughout the country. And in fact, uh, not, it, it gets better because they end up getting health care and they end up getting money and they end up getting food and they end up getting housing and they end up getting education for their children. They, they end up being uh, taken care of. And if they get a student loan, we'll even pay that for them. And, and, and in places like New York, they can vote. That's right. If they get to New York, they can vote. 
Black residents of New York filed a lawsuit yesterday against the city for allowing illegal immigrants, people who are not in the country uh, by law, uh, people who are not citizens, to vote in elections up in New York. That's a policy that the Democrats and the Socialists want to take all across the country. Um, and, and it really is chaos at the border and chaos on San Pedro Avenue in San Antonio at the Migrant Resource Center. And San Antonians like yourself, you are paying overtime for cops and fire to be over there to feed illegal aliens that are brought into San Antonio. I've told you this before, but this uh, this government is participating in human trafficking. This government is allowing human trafficking to go on because under the leadership of Joe Biden, which is no leadership at all, they're refusing to control the border. I didn't say shut it down. I said control it. They refuse to control it. They are allowing chaos to exist at our southern border in order to put their politics ahead of national security because we have terrorists, we have drugs, we have gangbangers and everything else coming across our border. We have people who have had their lives threatened. We have people who have lost their lives down in in, uh, cities and towns close to the border. We've had property absolutely destroyed at the border. And then when they make it to San Antonio, they make it to the Migrant Resource Center. You get to pay to house them. You get to pay to fly them wherever they want to go. You get to pay to bus them. And as we found out yesterday, and this is quite ironic, don't you think, that as Joe Biden and his administration, Karine Jean-Pierre, is calling it shameful that Greg Abbott is bussing people up to New York, bussing illegal immigrants up to New York, do you know who's paying for the buses? The Biden administration. They're calling it shameful, but they're paying for the buses. 620, Jay Avila is going to join me from News 4. He's got an expose on this, and we're going to talk about it some more. And then, of course, the health policy that doesn't exist at the border. That is, uh, you know, uh, the hypocrisy of their health uh, policy concerning one superstar tennis player and all the illegals who are coming across the border. Andrew, you're on KTSA. Uh, Yes, thank you. Uh, I was just there on San Pedro um, last week, and I used to work almost literally across the street from where that's at. And that place, the HEB, has become a homeless camp. The uh, all the business around there, they're just they're going to going to hell. When you say it's a homeless camp, you talk about like with tents and stuff like that that have been put up. Uh, yeah, you got you got people with tents out there. You have people with uh, baskets sitting under all the uh, bus stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they've just pretty much set up shop. And it goes all the way from uh, Bassey all the way up to uh, Rector, pretty much. That's absolutely true. I've been by there myself. I've talked about it on the air before, that they they have turned it into, well, I I mean, let's put it this way. If anybody has been following what's gone on in San Francisco for years, I started calling our beloved town San Frantonio years ago. I coined that phrase years ago. And Mm -hmm. there's a reason for that. The leadership here in this town, the political leadership, the good old boys club downtown, they're all about turning San Antonio into San Francisco or San Frantonio, as I call it, which means homelessness, open use of drugs in the streets, high crime rates where it's not safe to be in the city anymore. Does any of that sound familiar for San Antonio? Yes, it does. I mean, I wouldn't want to go shopping at that H-E-B right there. I wouldn't want to visit most of those stores in that area just because of what's going on right there. Even that shopping strip is just horrible. 
Isn't that terrible that all, all those uh, you know those merchants and everything they're they're spending all that money to rent that space to have those stores they've built those businesses and now mm-hmm. nobody wants to shop there because well am I going to be safe probably not yeah you're probably yeah, not probably safe not asking there as soon as you come out of a store they ask you for money oh I know well oh, oh no we we've had stories of them uh, going around and knocking on doors of people's homes we in fact oh citizens showed up to speak with the city councilman from that uh, area Mario Bravo. And the citizens who uh, talked to him about it, uh, uh, you know, he had like a town hall kind of thing, uh, they told him, you know, got, people have been coming up to our front doors, knocking on our doors, saying, we want some money, give us some money. That is horrible. I feel sorry for those people. Was, that used to be a really nice neighborhood back there. Sure it did. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. Let's talk about the health policy implications, and then we'll take a break and get Jay Avila in here. So we have no idea none whatsoever about the diseases that are coming across the border the people coming across the border do not have to be vaxxed for covid or anything else they're not checking their vaccination status so how do we know what diseases are coming across the border line one how do we know what diseases are coming across the border we don't which the hypocrisy Novak Djokovic, one of the world's greatest tennis players to ever live on the planet and a guy who's in really good condition and really good health. He was denied entry into the United States to play in the U.S. Open because he's not vaxxed. He refuses to get vaxxed, and he's probably smart for that. Uh, Looking back on it, it's not a vaccine. It doesn't protect you from getting it. It doesn't protect you from transmitting it. It may make you feel a little bit better after you get it. So he was smart. He said, I'm not going to get vaxxed. So they're deni- they denied him entry into the United States based on that fact. When asked about that yesterday by Peter Ducey, Karine Jean-Pierre said, well, it's a- two totally different things when you're talking about the people coming across the border versus this tennis guy who wants to come in here. Well, how is it different? Well, people aren't just walking across the border to get in here, Peter, Peter, Peter. They're just not walking across the border coming in. How many videos have we all seen of the lines of people walking across the border, walking through the low water, wading through the water to get into the United States of America? Of course they're walking across the border and they're not vaxxed. And where's Anthony Fauci on this? The guy who would tell you how to eat your Thanksgiving meal. And he's not saying a word about this. The border's wide open. And sure, COVID is coming across the border along with God knows what else. We do know fentanyl's coming. We do know gangbangers. We do know terrorists are coming across the border. Wide open border. Adrian, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Yeah, I have a, a janitorial business on San, uh, that I clean office buildings on San Pedro and... Um, Man, you see just groups of them just walking around at 2, 3 in the morning. They don't got no curfew over there at that detention center. No. This is crazy. Yeah, that QT is there, like, packed with them all the time. Yeah. No, it's absolutely true, Adrian. Thank you very much. It's an unsafe area right now. It just is. James, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Yes, sir. Uh, so about, you know, how they come over the border and the government just ships them everywhere. Uh, I've actually, I'm pretty sure I've seen that firsthand lately. I, I started a new job where I travel a lot, and I go through our airport here in San Antonio and through Atlanta a lot, and I see all these people with these 
tags hanging around their neck that say Department of Homeland Security. That's what that is. That's exactly yeah. what that is, James. You, you, in and fact, I see them coughing, not wearing masks, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Oh, sure. Well, and and they're they're traveling on your dime. I'm sure you or your business are paying for you to travel. Well, you're also paying for them to travel. They're traveling on your dime. We got more about that coming with Jay Avila from News Four coming up in the next segment. But we'll continue to talk about this this morning. You have more chances to sound off on it at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Amogee Bank. Well, that's your family bank. It's a family atmosphere. The folks over at Amogee, they get up every morning with the idea in their mind of how can I help families in Texas? How can we do? What can we do better for them? How can we do a great job for families of Texas? And they do it every day. Our family is one of those families that they help. And we really appreciate the work that they do to, you know, protect our money, help our money grow, give us great ideas about our money, loans, mortgages. We had a mortgage with Amogee, and it was a very pleasant experience working with them on our mortgage. And it will be for you, too. And if you're in a family-run business and you're looking to succeed with that family-run business, we all are, well, you're going to have to have somebody who knows family-run businesses. And Amogee knows family-run businesses better than any other bank anywhere. Not only do they have the funds to be able to back any idea you've got and to fund your the growth of your business, but they got family business experts on staff and on hand that can get answers to your questions and your problems for you. That's Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Some heavy rain out west this morning, hit and miss in San Antonio this morning, but heavy rain and thunderstorms possible this afternoon on the way home. 90 for your high, and heavy rain and showers around most of the week, as a matter of fact, and right into the long Labor Day weekend. It's 80 right now at KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Good job, Mr. Green Shirt. 621 KTSA. Trey Ware here, 210-599-5555. All right. So Joe Biden and Corinne Jean-Pierre calling the busing of illegal immigrants from Texas to New York shameful. When asked about it, she made a comment, oh, it's so shameful. Until we find out that the administration is actually paying to bus illegal immigrants from Texas to New York. Ah! <laughs> hey, Mayor Adams, what do you got to say about that, big boy? What do you got to say about the fact that your government, your president, is paying to bust the folks into your lap? Hey, I'm just curious. Anybody going to ask him? I will, if he'd pick up the phone and answer me. But there's more to the story. And tonight on News 4 San Antonio, you're going to learn more about the story and what San Antonio taxpayers are paid for. And my friend Jay Avila and I were talking about this last night, and he's uncovered some stuff that he's going to reveal on the tube tonight about it and uh, and some stuff right now. Jay, good morning to you, man. Good morning, Trey. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for the for, thanks for being on this morning. I we were talking about stuff that's going on at the uh, migrant center downtown. I talked to Mario Bravo about this about a month or so ago, and of course he's laying it all on somebody else that the city's got nothing to do with this, and it's merely a transportation hub, and so on. We know that many of them are staying in San Antonio. The homeless camps that have been set up around down there, people have even been calling this morning about all of that. But it's pretty interesting when you find out that, um, or what you found out about the taxpayers of San Antonio and what we're paying for. So uh, Mario Bravo couldn't give us an answer, but you have the answer. So what are they? 
Well, we started getting phone calls, uh, Trey, about, um, and in some cases from merchants there around the Migrant Resource Center. And uh, we also got some calls from firefighters and police who have had to work at the Migrant Center. They've been reassigned, and they weren't very happy about that, and they urged us to look into it. So we put in some open records requests. One of the things that uh, we wanted to find out from the city was um, were they actually paying the city for the travel of um, immigrants from that center on to other cities in the United States? Because if you remember, when this center opened on July 7th, uh, nothing was said about assisting and purchasing tickets uh, for immigrants. It was basically just a, a layover, a place where they're going to be here anyway. They're going to be loitering on the streets downtown or at the bus station. We might as well have them at one central location where they can get their meals and sleep and then, according to the uh, official account, wait for their flight or their bus, which they've already paid for. And so, um, you know, we covered it when it opened, but uh, had to wait several weeks for information to come back from those open records requests. And it turns out that um, so far, uh, as of August 15th, the city has spent $275,000 on bus and plane tickets for immigrants going to uh, other cities from San Antonio. Now, we also um, put in an open records to find out how much uh, the city was paying in overtime for police and fire personnel that have to uh, basically were assigned to the migrant resource center. And uh, we again got uh, some partial information back. I say partial because this is just for the month of July, $297,000 in overtime for firefighters and 448000 in overtime for police officers because they need 35 firefighters every day to staff the resource center and 26 police officers to staff the resource center every day let me let me hold you there for a second jay because i've been told by some of those officers they're doing menial tasks down there like feeding these folks police officers coming off the streets firefighters coming off the streets to feed immigrants illegal immigrants at the at the migrant resource center what did you find out that they're doing did you well, we, we received some of the same phone calls, and uh, I'm sure that we don't have an exhausted list of all the things that they're being asked to do, but mm-hmm. um, obviously police are there for security reasons. You can go down there, um, and just from the uh, from across the street, you can see um, San Antonio police officers uh, standing there kind of manning the, the checkpoint at, mm-hmm. the, at the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we, we were told that there, were, there was um, a lot of firefighters that were – uh, pressed into doing duties that they weren't too happy about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been told as well. At, at, at enormous price tags uh, to the to the taxpayers of San Antonio. Okay, I don't want you to spill all the beans. We want everybody to tune in. Is this going to be on at ten o'clock, or what? Which one is it going to be on tonight? This will be on the ten o'clock news on News Four uh, tonight, and also News4SA.com. Um, after after the news at 10. Okay. Sound like a winner, man. Thanks for reaching out. I'm glad to talk to you about this and, and doing the great work you're doing. Keep it up. Thanks for having me, Trey. Have a good one. Jay Avila from News 4. Check it out tonight. So there you have it, folks. You're paying all this overtime for police and fire to be at the Migrant Resource Center to take care of illegal immigrants as they come into the country. This is the city you deserve after 87% 
87% of registered voters in San Antonio didn't show up to vote the last time to vote these weasels out of office. And they're going to steal you blind. This is what's going to happen. They're going to steal you blind, the people who are in charge downtown right now. They are transforming this city into something you're not going to want to live in. And you're pretty much there. You've got homeless camps set up all over this town, and they're growing like crazy. Because, no, this is not a processing center where, oh, it's just a hub where we're going to take them in here and then distribute them. No, it's a welcoming center is what it is. It's a welcoming center saying to the world, you get to the border and we're going to bring you to San Antonio, Texas. Transforming our city into a town you're not going to want to live in. You're not going to want to raise your children and you're not going to want to have a business in this city in the next probably five years or so if they continue on this trajectory. And it is the immoral policies of the liberal left who are running this city into the ground. By God, you can't even drive down the street without fear of getting shot in your vehicle. That some guy's going to get mad or some gangbanger is not going to like the way you look at him. going to shoot you in your car as you're driving. That's San Antonio. And yeah, it upsets me because I've been here all my life. And I've seen this city turn into something that's absolutely tragic and horrific. That should never have happened. But you can lay it right at the feet of the good old boys club downtown. And the head of that club is Ron Nirenberg. And the rest of them, downtown San Antonio, responsible for what's happening to your beloved city. Once was one of the greatest cities on planet Earth. And as liberals always do, as Democrats always do, they destroy everything in their path and leave a smoking heap of junk behind them. And they're doing it to San Antonio in real time right now. 628 Trey Ware, KTSA, for our friends over... We're here on KTSA. Some heavy rain out west this morning. Uh, hit and miss in San Antonio this morning, but on the way home, when you're riding with Riccardi this afternoon, you might get uh, some heavy rain later on or when you're picking the kids up. 90 or so for the high. The rain's going to kind of hang with us for the rest of the week and probably off and on, not as heavy, but uh, hang with it, the chances of it anyway, into the uh, long Labor Day weekend. All right, so it's 6.36 now at KTSA. Uh, last hour, we were talking about the uh, Migrant Resource Center in downtown. We were talking about the amount of money uh, that you are spending, I'm spending as taxpayers, that collectively across the country people are spending on this. It, we're talking about millions upon millions. It'll be well into the billions as this continues to devolve. And the crisis at the border is, is really just pure chaos at this point. And, uh, and it's continuing. And there's nothing that is being done uh, from this administration, other than encouraging it even more. The the head of the Border Patrol saying so under oath that the actions that this administration has taken, the Biden administration has taken, has increased the chaos down there because there's absolutely no consequence at all to the illegal alien breaking into the United States of America. It's it's a it's an open border. And, uh, and they are, you know, the White House says, you know, they're not just walking into the United States, you know, Peter. It's not like they just walk in. Well, yes, they are. Uh, you, you, you can turn on honest news reporting, like over at Fox News, and you can see them trailing into the United States in the thousands upon thousands upon thousands every second of every day, seven days a week. And, uh, and, and it's totally changing the United States of America. This, this, this administration is doing this. 
And while they're keeping athletes, all-star athletes out, saying, well, you're not vaxxed, you can't come into the United States, they're allowing unvaxxed people. i got to tell you something. We have seen an uptick in polio just this summer, an uptick in polio in the United States. I'm telling you, it's coming across the border. There's no way that it came from inside the United States. No way. It's not just COVID that these people are bringing with them. They're bringing other diseases as well. That's the reason you control the border. At the beginning of the last century, when so many people were coming to Ellis Island and all that kind of stuff, and the, the Statue of Liberty, yes, they, they had to have a sponsor and they had to have a health report before they were allowed into this country. Well, that's not happening right now. And they're brought right here to San Antonio, and they're setting up uh, homeless encampments in San Antonio. And in the last half hour, we had many callers who were calling to talk about it, more than I had time for, so I'm going to open up the phones again right now. If you have been downtown near the Migrant Center, if you work downtown or you live downtown near the Migrant Center on, on San Pedro, if you're in that area at all and you've seen it, I'd share it with the rest of us, please. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We've had numerous calls. I've, I've received messages, calls, and emails from police and firefighters about being pressed into duty down there. Uh, being reassigned from where they typically would be assigned, uh, being pressed into duty, the amount of, of overtime that the city is paying the police and firefighters to go down and serve at the uh, the, the Migrant uh, Resource Center. Uh, I, I've received uh, tons of calls from businesses in that area and from residents in that area who are extremely unhappy with the fact that there's pan- out- outstanding amounts of uh of, of uh, panhandling that goes on, people knocking on doors, hey, give us some money. Uh, people setting up tents in uh, the, the side of the street. Uh, a couple of people called about their yards and tents being set up in their yards and basically homeless folks that are illegal immigrants living in their yards, living in the parking lot at HEB. You know, all this stuff that's going on in your city, San Antonio, Texas. The welcoming mat is wide open. And what diseases, what types of crime, the, the, the fentanyl that's being brought, everything else is going on. And it's happening right here to your city because of the liberal leadership of the left downtown. And, Malcolm, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, morning. Um, I work right next to the uh, migrant center in San Pedro. And uh, I'm here to tell you it is a cluster. Yeah. You have people walking around down there with their sheets. They look lost. They're going into the McDonald's. I don't even stop at the McDonald's anymore. I'm San Pedro. Yeah. And also, they go to the dollar store. The other week, they forcefully helped an old lady load her car and then demanded money. Yeah. And that's happening, and nobody gives a damn. Nope. Those businesses over there, there's trash everywhere. And I don't blame the migrants. It's the Americans that have done it. We allowed it to happen. Yeah. The migrants have no choice. I do not blame them. But you're right. It's a mess. They don't, they don't know what they're doing. Those guys are walking up and down San Pedro. You don't even know who they are. They're in their 20s. They could be anybody. And you got regular people trying to catch the bus. They can't even use the bus stops anymore. Well, that's... We pay taxes for all this stuff. We can't use it because you've got people in fear. Yeah. Nobody I know at work stops at any of the convenience stores on that whole stretch anymore. We have to go out of our way to go to another store because we don't want to be harassed or even go through it. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've been told as, as well, Malcolm, that people are living at those bus stops because they're covered. Oh, they're, they they hang around there all the time. The other day, there was a the fire department and police department was there. Was a guy on the bench. He was passed out. 
They were poking him and seeing if he was okay. It's just it's disgusting. Yeah. Thank you, Malcolm. I appreciate the report, man. 210-599-5555. Maria, go right ahead, Maria. Uh, yes, Trey. I live near uh, the migrant center over here, and I go through San Pedro all the time. And and this is getting worse and worse since the very beginning. I have been complaining, and I tell my husband, McDonald's is the worst. I mean, they're sitting around outside in the curb. They're under the trees. They have trash all on the curb. And, I mean, you can't even get into McDonald's because some of them just stand in the entrance of the driveway through McDonald's. And they look at you like, you know, what do you want? Like, they're they're so privileged. And, you know, it's pissing me off because the whole San Pedro, it just inundated. And there's trash. And now I see, past couple of days, I have seen the police parked near the McDonald's. There's two of them because I guess they're in groups. Yeah. You know, and they're leaving all this trash, and they're trashing out the whole San Pedro. Yeah. And all and the HEB is even worse. They're inside the HEB. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. And 99% of them are all males. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that, they're, too. I mean, it, Single it, males, yeah. It, yeah, they're all males. And some of them, one, one guy has a little dog. That, you know, well, I like animals, you know. But. Yeah, let me, let me ask you a question real quick, Maria, before I have to let you go. Uh, have you talked with uh, Councilman Bravo's office or with the mayor's office about this? No, I told my husband that I was going to call uh, the councilman, because he's our councilman here after we voted out Trevino. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but I have not called, but I was going to call because I've already just about had it. And they're they're really not a lot at Walgreens on the corner of San Pedro and, and Oblate because they're tearing up the they're redoing the whole uh, um, driveway there at, at Walgreens, but they were over there also. I mean, they're all over the place, but I am going to call that councilman and tell him to do something about this because this is, I mean, McDonald's, I think, is the worst. Yeah. Maria, thank you. We're going to have him on tomorrow if, if we can, uh, Councilman Bravo, and we want to talk more about this and um, and get to the bottom of this because it's enough. I mean, there is no way the citizens of this city should have to go through this at all. And, uh, and and particularly when you're talking about, like, the trash you know, just laying everywhere and all that. I've seen it. I've been there myself. I've seen it. It's a mess. And uh, and the city's not doing anything about it. The leadership, liberal left leadership in the city's not doing anything to clean it up. Tony, hang on, man. Don't go anywhere. And i got two lines open. I, I, I'm definitely going to get to you when I get back. 210-599-5555. You want to talk about what's going on downtown? Tell me about it. 210 on San Pedro. 210-599-5555. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat and AC at Quarter Moon. You get the best service, man. You are going to be taken care of, whether it's right now at 644 in the morning or it's 3 a.m. or, you know, 2 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon, whatever. Uh, the, the great guys over at Quarter Moon are always there and always ready to get to you to solve your problem. You see, that's the business area at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and ADC. They're in the problem-solving business, which means if your AC, if it's out and it's gone and you need to get cool, they're going to get out and get it cooling for you right away. Uh, same thing is true with the plumbing problem. When you got a plumbing problem, that's not, not something you plan for, right? Now's the time to plan for those issues. And the best way to plan is to put Quarter Moon's uh, telephone number in your cell phone so that you have it right away, Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Great guys, service trucks are fully stocked, trained professionals, and no commission salespeople. That's Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, 210-651-5899. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice 
for all. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Uh, yeah, so uh, I just heard from Sandra, and Sandra wants to know how much they're spending on all this stuff. Uh, Jay Avila brought it up, and he's going to talk about it tonight on his 10 o'clock. But for those of you who are wondering about that, the city has already spent more than $275,000 to buy bus and plane tickets for the illegal uh, immigrants the city. Now, the, the, the country, you know, United States is spending millions upon millions. And just during the month of July, July alone, 294,000, 294,000 OT for firefighters, 448,000 OT for police officers, 448,000 OT for police officers. That's July alone. So you know it's into the millions by now. And they're not doing a thing to stop it. In fact... They are encouraging more of it and trying to increase it. Sylvester, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, Trey. Yeah, I got a quick comment, a quick observation, right? Okay, we're spending all this money on firefighters and, and policemen and stuff like that, and I'm hearing that why don't they go to their unions and say something about it? Why don't they tell? Why don't they come out on the news and, and, and tell the taxpayers, hey, look, guys, this is what all your money is being spent on. Instead of... Uh, we're losing you, Sylvester. We got a bad sell, but that's exactly why we're doing this show, right? Is to inform the people about what's going on with their city and with their city dollars and what's happening in what once was a fantastic neighborhood, but this city, this liberal left leadership headed up by Ron Nirenberg, has decided to let it to go to hell. And that's exactly he's leading it into a, a hellish place over there. Where the residents don't want to live, the people don't want to work, they don't want to go to the McDonald's or the H-E-B over there anymore. Frank, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Hey, Trey. Frank Lopez Jr. on the border here uh, in Del Rio reporting uh, daily about stuff happening. What's happening here, Trey, is causing problems in San Antonio. I am daily videoing the invasion on the Mexican border, and it's come home to San Antonio where Tony Gonzalez has been throwing federal money at the infrastructure to open up the pipeline and make this a bigger problem. And now he is hypocritically talking about how it's impacting San Antonio, but he has been a big part now, of this. Now, when you say this, hang on a second, Frank. When you say that he's he's been a big part of it and he's opened up the pipeline, what specifically has he done? So specifically, he went on behalf of Alejandro Mayorkas to the Department of Defense last year's for these illegal aliens to be flown out of Laughlin Air Force Base into the heartland of America, places like uh, Alexandria, Louisiana, where mm -hmm. COVID spiked last year. Mm -hmm. But it's a, it's a big magnet tray, and mm -hmm. it's attracting people to come to the border because they know they're going to get bus rides, no plane doubt. rides. No doubt. Yes, sir. No, no doubt. I mean, their kids are going to get uh, education. They're going to get uh, health care. They're going to be taken care of. All they got to do is be able to reach here and say to our Border Patrol, I'm here. And then they're going to be taken care of uh, in, in a million different ways on the backs of the American taxpayer. Uh, this is exactly what's happening. We have, we have lost operational control of the border. It doesn't exist anymore. Cartels and the human traffickers are running the border. And I'll say, I'll say it one more time. I've said it a million times. The country itself, this administration, is involved in human trafficking. Now, why that doesn't get people's attention and why people don't wake up to what this, this administration is doing, they're involved in human trafficking. 
They are bringing these people here, running them through the border, flying them all over the place. Yes, go over here to the cell phone lot by the airport, and you'll see them congregate at the cell phone lot and then taken onto an airplane. And just like we had a guy call in the last half hour, he now flies for business. He's on airplane all the time. Sees them on airplane all the time, all the time. They get special treatment. They get they get to board first and and leave first. I mean, it's just it's a it, they're being treated with kid gloves. All they got to do is get here to the southern border, and man, here I am. I'm, I'm in the land of promise, and it's on your back. It's just like Joe Biden is paying off the the debt owed by doctors and lawyers and the well-to-do when it comes to their student loans. You're paying that off. The working stiff in this country is paying it off. We're working and staring at red brake lights every day to pay it off in the pouring rain. No, they get a they get a free ride thanks to Joe Biden's administration. And the same thing is true with the illegals that are coming into this country. Absolutely. And the long-term effects. Now, this may not affect most of us, although I think it will, but the long-term effects for our children and our grandchildren is transforming this country into a third-world country. You're importing all the third-world countries in here. You're not importing scientists. You're importing third-world countries into the United States, which will transform. It's only a matter of time. It's not if. It's a, only a matter of time when it transforms our country into a third-world country. And these people get here, and when they make it to Houston as a prime example, probably even in San Antonio, the cartels then tell them, oh, you owe us extra money. You didn't pay all that you owe, so what you got to do is be in uh, servitude. You got to be a slave, in other words. So in a weird, odd, strange, freaking way, Biden's not doing anything to stop slavery. Now, that doesn't surprise me because he's a racist. But these people are put into involuntary servitude, and you got to serve us, and that means sexually that means as drug runners and everything else. No, I know. The Democrats and the liberal left, as I said earlier, and I've said it a million times, have ruined San Antonio. They leave a smoking heap behind them wherever they go. And it's been this way forever. Look at San Francisco. Look at Chicago. Look at New York. How many, how many great American cities do we need to point out that when liberal left-wing Democrats take over with their policies, they take a perfectly great city and they destroy it and leave a smoking heap of trash behind it. And Ron Nirenberg is doing that to San Antonio. And all those others down there on that city council, with the exception of Clayton, and all those others over there at the county commissioner's court, they are destroying San Antonio. I call it San Frantonio. And I can call my baby ugly because I've been here all of my life. I've not left this city. I've stuck with it. But right now, they're turning it into something that you don't want to live in. And I hear that from people every day. I don't want to raise my kids here anymore. i got to get out. i got to go. And Nirenberg, you're doing it. You're doing it. It's your doing. Because you could change it, and you refuse to. Back in a minute with Warren Ryman coming up, KTSA. The